Welcome. You are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I'm here again with my lovely co-host, Melanie Hudson. Why, thank you, Lori. I love being here with you. Thank you. I love having you here. We are talking today about romance. Mm romance it's such an interesting topic because i think so many people have different ideas about it what do you think of when you think of romance melanie i think of almost like a fantasy kind of a situation where you're going outside of your daily life the way you normally do things and you get creative it's a communication that takes you out of your normal routine it takes you to a different level of being you know and you can get creative it's creative expression and it's sweetness Yeah. It also means for me when I think about it, and I think it's similar to what you're saying, going the extra mile, doing something extra special. Here's what it says when I look it up in Google. (laughs) We have to Google it, right? So one, it's a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. And two, a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different definitions. The top definition from the Urban Dictionary I really like, it says, romance is a state of connection between two people that is brought about by thoughtful, sentimental gestures that mean something to one or both parties. Gestures that communicate care and understanding and love, as well as a desire to reach out and connect through the heart with a partner. The purpose of romance is to showing the person you love that you're thinking about them, that you would like them to slow down so you can connect with them, so you can share love again for a time together. Best when thoughtfully planned, also good when spontaneously carried out. It should never attempt to be forced. Some romantic gestures are stopping your partner for a slow dance in the living room while making dinner, a spontaneous picnic or trip somewhere special, preparing the bed for lovemaking, a handwritten note, a thoughtful loving comment, a walk silently or with speech, or any other number of gestures or actions that cause a couple to slow down and connect. It could even be making a special sandwich together. Romantic gestures are usually simple and sweet. They cause your partner to remember who you are and why they fell in love with you in the first place. That is a great definition. It is. It's, it makes me feel loved just listening to it. <laughs> I feel romance listening to it. Yeah, and when you think about that, and you think about what it means to be in a relationship, people so often say that they long for romance. And yes, it's often women. But men love romance too. I hear it all the time. So you can be a romantic whether you're male or female. But when you think about it, aren't those the kind of things that we want to experience every day in our life and in our relationships? And imagine what that would look like in your relationship, whether it's with friends or family, but certainly with your lover or your spouse. It's beautiful. And at the same time, I don't think that romance is exactly an innate quality for humans. I think some humans might have that as part of their nature. But I remember many, many years ago, I dated a man who was pretty romantic. And he would do things like put rose petals on the bed and, and candles in the bath. And he would give me these gifts with essential oils and little booklets. And it was really, really sweet. And I received them but I never did anything back. I never ever reciprocated because it wasn't my nature to, to be like that. 
And from him, I learned. Yeah, I don't know if it's innate. I think, I mean, it's sort of a stereotype thing, but it is something that happens frequently at the beginning of relationships when we're being wooed or when we're being pursued. And men are definitely good at it when they want that. And then oftentimes when they sort of land their object, (laughs) when the relationship continues on or there's marriage or commitment, the romance can stop. So there's almost an end in mind. And while women can be romantic, it does feel like it's a an expectation for men to be romantic, to, again, woo and seduce and pursue. Maybe it's more about our belief than it is about our instinct, that women don't believe that they're the ones who are supposed to be romantic or, or create romantic situations, that that's what the man is supposed to do. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say, not true. Mm-hmm. It is really equally appreciated by often by a man as well as it can be appreciated by a woman. So to be intentional, it is something I do think that it requires intention and effort when we're with somebody for a long time. It's much easier at the beginning because we think about, oh, what do I want to do? I want to create this experience. I want to create this moment. I want to really let her or him know that I really care about them. And then again, that dies out after a while. And it is the mistake that I talk about frequently that so many couples make. It's making that effort, those romantic gestures at the beginning and not when you've been in a relationship for a while. And the reality is we need to do it later even more than we did at the beginning. And it can be super simple too, I I can imagine. I remember with one partner, it may have been the same partner, where when after I learned how to be more romantic, I would do things like put lipstick on my lips, kiss the mirror, <laughs> and in the bathroom I put I love you or a big heart. So right. And it was like, you know, so that was my a gesture, not the only It one. is. It's a romantic um, gesture for sure. Yeah, to just show that I was thinking of him and caring for him. And then you hear that you can just leave little post-it notes to your loved one, uh, you know, or put post-it notes in um, their suitcase if they're going away or on right. the refrigerator on their favorite and their beer in the refrigerator. <laughs> I love you. Post it on your on their Budweiser. Little <laughs> gestures. Yeah. I think nowadays it's the equivalent of seemingly, I don't know if it actually is as effective, of sending a little text yes. thinking about you. Can't wait to see you. I think those are still romantic gestures and they're still wonderful. However, we can question how much effort do they actually take. But you know what though, especially texts these days prior to a date or a uh, or a get together with your beloved. It's exciting because it can juice up. It can heat up a date. You know, you get yeah. excited about it when or, your guys or after girl. the date. Yeah, yeah. So I I do think that it's lovely, but I don't think it's enough. Especially if you're right. doing it over yes. and over again and you're not yeah. doing anything else, it's kind of like okay, right. a little more effort would be appreciated. Right. So what are some ideas that you have for romance? I know you're very romantic, Lori. So I know you you have done great things in your relationships to to create romance, to create love and connection. Tell us some a couple things that you've done. The ones that, that come to my mind are things that are 
I'm going to say special to me personally that may not work for someone else. So I want to preface it with saying it really is such a subjective thing, right? What is it that feels like romance to you? What is it that feels special to you? For some people, it might be the text messages. For me, while I really enjoy them and appreciate them, eh, it doesn't feel all that special. So some of the most romantic things that, that I have received or been on the other side of the romance are really lovely letters and poems and cards, or when you mention something that you like, whatever it might be, maybe it's a play you want to see or music or a book. It's when they take that moment and make that effort to get that thing for you without you even asking. I know one of the things that I can't even remember exactly how it came to be. A couple of things I've personally done are similar to that, that I like to do. So Alan had told me that he used to build airplanes with his dad, you know, those little kind of cardboard and glue airplanes. I don't even know if you know what they're like model airplanes, but they were made with like this very thin kind of wood. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. So he was just telling me that story one day and one day I just bought him one of those planes. Oh, that's sweet. That's so (laughs) sweet and romantic. It is. So things like that, you know, you just, you hear little things or little stories and, and you go out of your way to find that thing, to get that thing, whatever that might be. Certainly I've cooked a lot of romantic dinners, really good for doing the whole picnic in bed thing on Valentine's Day. It's funny, Valentine's Day, I'm usually the one who creates it. I don't expect the guy to do it for me. And I think that's not the way it usually works, right? It's usually, well, the women expect to be romanced on Valentine's Day. did like my chocolate, uh, you know, in the heart, but I would always create some kind of a romantic environment. Music. I think music creates romance more than anything. What about you? Very similar. A lot of times I come from a a tantric approach, which is all about sensuality and it's not just sensuality slash sexuality. It's the senses engaging the Mm -hmm. senses and music is definitely one of those things, right? Creating a, a lovely, a magical environment with candles and lights and food and and food yeah finger foods where you right. can feed each other and and have fun and and then a lot of times one of my things that I used to really love to do is massage my guy mm. you know have him all slow 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 you lie down and I will treat you like a king and I'll slowly touch and massage his body you know, there's to really delicious, delightful music. And so I guess that's more in the the sensual realm. And thoughtful. Actually, yeah. And <laughs> you know, I love yeah. to do that because I get just as much pleasure stroking my beloved as he hopefully is receiving. Yeah. So, you know, it's a two-way It's lovely. When yeah. You, when, you, when you provide the romance, you get swept in it, up in it yourself. It's creating a whole dimension really yeah i like that i also think that the element of surprise helps especially when you're in a long-term relationship so if you're used to doing the same things which i always love routine and rituals i think they're important if you're used to doing that all the time you stay at home you know monday through friday you watch tv you cook dinner whatever it is that you do to break that up with a surprise can be extremely romantic your partner gets home like get dressed we're going out. I hired a babysitter yes. and I'm not telling you where you're going, where we're going. And then you go to maybe a special restaurant that you to, or a place that has a memory that you've been to before. 
that would be extremely romantic. So sometimes the element of surprise adds to it, although I don't think it always has to be an element of surprise. But it helps. It just gives it a little more bang. It does. And it doesn't even have to be extravagant. For example, if you take, if you go to the beach or, to, or go on a hike and have a little special something, something in your backpack, it's a similar thing, something really sweet to eat or even a little vino in your backpack as you're hiking, just be careful. And <laughs> it can be fun and, and really sweet and just an enriched, uh, something to add a, a, a little spice to the norm. I think that's what romance. Exactly. Yeah, just changing it up a bit. Or when you're going on that hike or you go somewhere special to grab a little something to remind you of it. Maybe it's a rock. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a picture. Whatever it might be, something. And then later on to bring that out or to gift it in a way to remind that person of that moment of those special moments is really incredible too. But I do think there is a loss of the love letter. Yes. Oh my gosh. Lori and I just watched Green Book. Yes. So good. Oh, what a wonderful movie. No wonder it received Academy Awards. But just the sweetness of the love letters. Yes. And the romance and the joy that the wife received uh, reading these words that were so poetic and descriptive. Yeah expressive of his longing and love of her. Which people don't do so much now because of the internet, because of emails, because of text. Writing a letter, I mean, I'm pretty sure you have, as I do, I have, you know, boxes filled with old love letters and old cards from lovers because that's what we used to do. I don't think that's so much, although even Alan and I exchange cards, like I said, and poems, although not letters, I don't have a, an actual letter from him. So that's something that even more recently, not so much happening anymore. But when we were younger, that was the way, it was the only way, other than talking on a phone, we could communicate. And you know something? You're right. I think the last letter that I actually received wasn't even from a, a partner or a beloved or anybody that I was dating. I had done a, I had presented a Tantra workshop, an introductory evening of Tantra. And there was a, a gentleman there who was fascinated by it. He, he had heard all about it. He was excited to learn this information that I had. And I'd given him my card. I gave everybody my information. And he sent me a card to thank me for introducing him to this, this new world. Mm-hmm. And, what, and just the way he wrote it, he wasn't coming on to me. He wasn't like, oh, let's, get, let's get together. Let's have a date. I mean, if he had done that, that would have been fine too, but it was more like... Are you listening? It was was more like gratitude and and expressing how much he appreciated the evening and what he had learned and how, how he had been yearning for this information. I felt like I had received something very special from this, yeah. from this man in the mail, which... You're right. It is really nice, yeah. I do have to say I I do get thank you cards from clients, but more often than not these days I'll get a a text, which I love. I mean, I don't want to minimize the importance and value that those texts hold for me because I get those often. But I do also get the thank you cards, which is really nice. But yeah, a love letter. And I always think that's one of the best gifts you can give someone. I agree. I agree. And poetry. We don't do enough poetry as adults. I mean... I speak for myself and my immediate social circle. Now, there might be some people out there whose whole lives are dedicated to writing these beautiful prose or poetic expressions, and I honor 
you poets so much because yeah. not everybody's a poet though. No, no. I mean, mine are like roses are red, violets are blue, but, um, you know, and, and it, it, they're very special. It's like a special song. And, yeah. And to receive one that you inspired, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. I mean, I do have a beautiful, frameable, wonderful poem that Alan wrote me that I'll always, I'll always treasure for sure. But you know, that's a big one, right? Writing a poem. Not everybody can do it. It's not something that we're necessarily going to do. There are the small ones like the text or the things that where your partner goes to the grocery store and they pick up what they know is your favorite treat. And I hear a lot from a lot of clients. Yes. I say, yeah, when he just brings me, you know, an orange because he knows how much I love oranges yes. or my favorite chocolate. It takes, again, that thought. It's that intention. It's that message. Oh, you're thinking of me. You know me. You get me. And, oh, that always feels so good. Thoughtfulness in itself is romantic. Just the, just to be, to get yourself outside of your own head and, and think about you're the person that you're in love with or that you care about and just bring them into your focus and think about who they are and what they love. That's really a good practice. I don't think a, a lot of us practice that enough. I'm sure there are many, many very thoughtful people in the world. But these days, because of all the responsibilities and the quickness of life and everybody's doing two and three dozen things at one time, we yeah. tend to forget about Even if you're having what could be a romantic evening, for example, watching a movie together, having a romantic dinner could be, depends on your attitude around it. If you're not looking in your partner's eyes, if instead you're on a phone, right, or a computer, or you're just not even there, you're looking off into space somewhere, you're not paying attention, you're not present then you are losing that opportunity to be romantic because you could be sharing a hamburger. I mean, it could be nothing, but if you are looking or gazing into your partner's eyes lovingly and just there 100% laughing at their jokes and listening what they have to say and being curious and interested in what they have to say, that can be romantic. Absolutely. And then just also doing something simple, like putting a candle on the table yeah. while you're eating your burger and as you're listening intently. I think listening, by the way, is one of the most gracious things that we can do to show that we care about mm. our lover, our beloved. Just having them and really uh, feeling engaged, feeling taking in what they're saying and caring about what they have to say. I feel like listening is a is a good gift, a great gift, and it's a good practice. Yeah, for romance and. We, I mean, it sort of goes without saying that is just an essential part of being in a relationship where we can think of it as being romantic, which it can be, but it's not that we should have an option or think of it as an option, not to, not to listen intently to what our partner is saying. But you know, it depends on what's going on, what's happening in our day. I mean, we're not always going to be gazing into each other's eyes lovingly and (laughs) listening, you know, with a hundred percent focus. So it's again, the attitude, it's really thinking about the things you can do that are unexpected that are thoughtful, that are showing your partner that you love them and you're thinking of them. And it adds some excitement. And the excitement was in the definitions that we read. And I like that. Thinking of it as excitement is a great thing. I hear so many people, oftentimes men, but also women, who are complaining that their partner doesn't desire them sexually or they're not having sex enough or they're not being treated well. 
right? Oh, he takes me for granted. She always complains. All of these things that we can say. But if we decide to be more loving, it's kind of what we talked about a little bit in our last episode. If we decide to be more loving, we do those romantic things. We treat our partner that way with intention and love. We're probably going to get a more attentive, romantic, kind partner. So rather than complaining about what they aren't doing and who they aren't, my partner's never romantic, be romantic. Do those things. And they are appreciated by men more than you probably think. At least that's been my experience personally and professionally. Yeah. So romance, it's not dead. It is important. It is subjective. It's a good conversation. If you're dating someone new or you've been in a relationship for a while, ask, what does romance mean to you? What would be an example of a romantic gesture or a romantic evening? Have that conversation with each other. Make notes. (laughs) Make mental notes. Not literal notes. But (laughs) hold on a minute. Let me get my pen. Um, But yeah, or my phone. And to be able to just know that, keep, especially if you're just starting to date someone, it can really come in handy later. They're going to be like, oh my God, you remember that. You recreate that most romantic date or most romantic evening that they told you about months ago, that's going to be incredible. So there's a lot of really wonderful things about romance. It takes us away from reality in a good way. Uh, It connects our hearts and it usually gets you closer to the kind of relationship you want to have. Yeah. So I know you and I both feel the same about romance. We love it. We want to hear from you listeners. How do you feel about romance? What's your idea of a romantic evening, a romantic gesture? What are some of the most romantic things that has ever happened to you or that you've done? We want to hear your stories. Write me at Lori at CoachLoriBuckley.com. We will be reading these soon. We want to read your letters. We want to hear what you have to say. And I think we all want to hear it, right? I know Melanie, I know you do. And I do too. So please send us an email. Give me a call. We want to hear your stories. And it's been lovely having you here, Melanie. It's so much fun to talk about romance and one of my favorite topics. Me too. Thank you for making this a romantic podcast. Yes, it has been very romantic. (laughs) I had a little bit of a romantic voice. (laughs) And thank you, listeners. We will talk to you soon. Have a romantic night. Bye, everyone. Bye.